Welcome back to the end at the end. Back for the next leg of Wealth Beyond Measure. Yeah, that one's one of my favorites. Save the booth for you in the corner. You hear that music? It means they're about to start the tale. next. But first, if you'll recall, our intrepid adventuring parties, fate woven together over the stolen treasure of Amir Bayezid Khan. Captured by the notorious gangster Gideon Gray, they survived only by lucky fall of the dice, casting their lot in with one mysterious stranger, Balin. They escape into the catacombs beneath Gideon's court to face monsters in the dark. What will come of them next? Will they find the emir's treasure? Or will Balin stab them in the back? Let's take a closer look. Let the adventure begin. Well, it's it's like magic. I mean, it's right these big magic things, and you drink it, and it's and it enlightens you. They are full of magic. You are correct. Keep pouring stuff into that jug. One of these days, I will take a sip. Can I have one right now? Ah, well, not today. I kind of hobble up to you <laughs> with the with the jug out. Ace, are we doing okay today? I know it's been a rough day, but are we doing okay? Ace. It's okay if you need the rest, <laughs> you know. I, I'm good. Okay. I am I feeling at the top of my game. <laughs> I still want to look around this uh, this big sanctuary area and see what, what kind of interesting stuff it might have. I agree. Big sanctuary area is cool. However, big explosions, dark tunnels. Are we attracting too much attention to ourselves? Was there something more down here than the... Might I remind you, might I remind you, you are the one who caused the explosion. So, uh, my good sir, you're asking yourself this question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I deserve that. Well noted, Zashir. Um, Very good. Uh, Balin can learn. Well, I'll you're, go ahead you're and pick getting up my torches. <laughs> go ahead and pick up my torches. And yeah, maybe going to a different hall might be a good idea. Yeah. It, if you guys want to explore this, you can. You can take a, a moment to sort of check the corner, deck, you know, whatever you guys want to do. Totally fine with that. I'll um, do that as I pick up my torches. Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, yeah uh, I just I just want to try and find a way out. Yeah, y'all can roll me an investigation check. Cool. 
Ooh. Oh, okay. I rolled a two. <laughs> oh, 19 for me. Eight. Franco? I take a dox failed. Or fro. Nope. Okay. Yep. He failed for sure. I can tell. No, he didn't fail. 17. What did you learn? Okay. You passed. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Sorry. I like mute and then I have to go back to Zoom to unmute and. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Um, so Franco and Docs, yeah, you guys uh, get a little bit better to look at this as you guys are sort of um, corralling. Um, one thing that you notice, your torches flutter a little bit and just like, you know, uh, a movie, a famous movie about wizards, uh, you kind of catch a draft with your torch and you realize that there is some fresh air flowing in from kind of the opposite side of this big hall. You find another door. Um and you guys do a pretty good job of kind of scanning as you leave. And there doesn't seem to be too much of interest in here. That's, you know, at least readily apparent to you guys, just a big hall. There was sort of like a, like I said, this, if this was a sanctuary, there was sort of the altar at the front, but as you guys pass the books have long since turned to dust and you guys find this uh, hallway on the other side, it seems to open up into something kind of resembling almost like a lobby or something like that. I can't, you know, a vestibule you, yeah wherever you'd anxious exit the the sanctuary front, the right? front so. of the, the foyer we yeah. found a uh, foyer over here <laughs> it's a little drafty maybe it's a good way to go huh yes yes that is a good idea Follow- not you not i don't i see i don't care okay. for your opinion still Balin. we'll it's get cool. there i think we'll get there it's all cool i mean the last if- thing you did you blew up a manticore and made a sound so i don't trust you Oh, okay. All right. All right. Fine. Fair enough. If we're comparing legends, is mine bigger? Meh, probably. Yes, but that's fine. Uh, we'll go with yours. I, I can tell you that that you've been upgraded to Balin, the kind of racist guy <laughs> oh. for say helping helping kill that manticore. Okay. All right. Hey. Okay. Fair what enough. do we think? Right. We're gonna head into the foyer. Yep. Yes, let's foray into the foyer. <laughs> I love it. Excellent. Well done. You guys enter into the foyer. And like I was sort of describing it before out here, there seems to be a pedestal and it seems to have sort of a hand washing basin sort of sticking out of it like a real real church might. Right. Um, And on the far ends are these sort of lattice work kind of, I don't know, you know, privacy type rooms and they're kind of big where a a few people might have met to chit chat out of out of um, line of sight of other folks and then directly across from you guys it opens up there's big double doors but uh, they seem to be made of some sort of metal or something like that Um, and that seems to be the only way sort of in in or out of here otherwise you guys are underground it seems to be connie's going to take advantage of the situation Uh it's been a long time since I've filled up my water skin and Connie wants to go and fill up the water skin out of the basin and maybe sip some cupping, cupping the water. You take a sip of this water. Heck yeah, I do. Awesome. Yeah. As you sip the water, it's cool. It's refreshing. And by God, it's magical. Hopefully in a good way, the best way, (laughs) although it probably doesn't really matter right now, but um, you can definitely feel this water soothing your sore muscles Mm. soothing your your tired eyes and if you were exhausted this water would um, be able to cure a level of exhaustion excellent um so 
definitely filling up my water skin. Uh, this water seems to be good. Good, everyone. Oh, perfect. And I just put my whole uh, alchemy jug covered in manticore blood into it. <laughs> uh, it was good. It, up. Uh. <laughs> it might it, it might improve whatever's in there. You never know. It definitely didn't improve the water in the basin. Yeah, and you That's... see this like this like substance that you have in your bottle as you dunk it in here. Some of it just sloshes right out into the communal water. And everything almost seems to separate in a really real mystical way, right? The blood sort of separates. This plant juice seems to separate. The mud or whatever disgusting shit you had in there kind of separates. And it all sort of swirls together as if moved by an unseen hand, but it doesn't ever like blend, you know, like chocolate milk would or something. I don't know where that description <laughs> came from. But. You, couldn't used, you couldn't have used oil well, and water. Blends. Fuck it. You have chocolate milk on the mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll try and and uh, wave a hand and and use uh, shape water to see if it just catches on some of that versus yeah. the, the the oil versus the water. It does separates right out. If you like lift the water out or whatever you might do, ever the blood and the guts and the juice stay, stays in there. Hmm. And then I'll I'll just kind of siphon it into whatever water skins are available if we want to. And Balin's like, oh. of it. he's like, goes up to your like little floating bubble and he's like, <laughs> it's good. God, that is, you know, say what I will about the expanse. <laughs> you guys have the best magical water, the best magical water. So, so is there more adventure to be had around here or should we leave? It looks like that big door is the way out. I believe we should probably take our leave of these underground dwellings and get to the surface and continue our search for treasure. I feel that draft coming out through this big door, and he, he but he tries the door, and it's just this enormous, bulky thing. He can't seem to move it. Uh, can I try and uh, open it? Yeah, but it's going to require a strength track. You you go to nudge it. It's it's seems to be jammed. It seems to be maybe super heavy. Hard to say. Okay. But... I'll make a strength check. Uh, is it just a straight strength check? Yeah, or you can do athletics if you have a high athletics. And cool. I don't have a problem with that. And the floor That's here a is a tile. 17. Yep. Uh, 17. Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of feel the door begin to, to shift and you actually break loose what feels like hundreds of years of this sort of... Um, you know, build up of dirt and things like that. But as you begin to push on the door, you you realize it's barred from the other side. And you can actually you've opened it up enough though that you can you can see the bar on the other side. Uh, I might be able to help here. C- can you hold it open enough that I could possibly f- fit through? I believe I can try. <laughs> can I just hold it open? Yeah, for you go ahead and give another. A- if you give another strength check, you're going to have to like brace the door because otherwise, like that bar is pressing back on it. It's going to snap closed on Connor right. and cut. All it right, off. all right. I'll I'll, I'll help. Uh, I'll try and push the other side if we're going to kind of brace yeah. it. all. give it advantage. That's a natural twenty. Oh yeah, you lean on that door and you can feel the bar sort of giving way beneath your might. It bends just a little bit, and 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 Connie, you got plenty of room to slip right through there. Awesome. Uh, I do so. And then I say, uh, oh, okay, you can let go now oh. so I can get the bar. And then uh, assuming they they 
relax a little bit, I'm gonna. We do, yeah, 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 for sure. And now you're on (laughs) making this really hard. But the real, the real disappointing part is that the bar is uh, too high for you to reach. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's probably pretty close. I mean, you said you were like what three and a half feet tall. I think you said three three. Yeah. Oh, three three. That's even shorter than I thought. What about the 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 millennia of dirt buildup? Didn't that give me a little bit of height? Yeah, that's true. You and you just get your little broom out and you sweep a big pile under your. I'll feet just you, can... you know I got I got shape uh, earth. I'll just there pull all the dirt right <laughs> yeah. in there to make a platform. Franco, can can you give me? A b- yes, yes. B- come boost? on, hold on, hold on. You just get, don't step on it there. Just let me get it piled up first. Now step on it, compact it. Yep, yep. Okay, try that now. Okay. Perfect. And yeah. I and you lift try. the bar right out. No problem. It's not stuck. Um, but now there's a big pile of earth that's blocking the door from opening up all the way. So <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Put the thing back on. I'll get rid of it. Wait. <laughs> no. Oh no, wait. The other side swings open just yeah. fine though. So ah, it was a pole. Open... <laughs> it's, it's a big double doors, and you only blocked half of it. So yeah. uh no problem. You guys can get out the right side. Um, and here the fresh air is even better, but now you've stepped into another one of those hallways. And this feels like a very trafficked, frequented hallway. It almost feels like this was like an expressway of underground hallways, right? Not a soul in sight, but if you care to follow the wind, the fresh wind out, the path is is very obvious to you guys. And, and you hold your torch up and it catches some oxygen and you guys keep following it. And gradually your paths start to lead sort of upwards. Any light showing through yet? Not, not yet, source? not yet. And are you guys like sort of investigating little offshoots while you guys go about, or do you guys just want to try and beeline it for the exit? I, I would or? definitely be poking my head in any, like at least peeking. Because the reason I mention it, I'm just gonna make this, I'm just gonna make it easy because you guys are going and you're following and Connie's poking her head in and, and sort of finding some things. And I guess for simplicity's sake, like, Kind of, you find a room that, for lack of a better word, it's like almost like an armory, right? Mm. Uh, I would shout out, Franco. I I I found some wares and maybe some oh, adventure. Perfect. A lot of adventure for today and not enough wares. So let's see. <laughs> and yeah, you have found this room. It seems to be some sort of inventory, some sort of armory, maybe a collection. Oh my Hard gosh, this is the great prince's treasure hoard, my friend. We have found it. Uh no no the, this is not the treasure hoard no the treasure hoard was much bigger Balin says that's what you think uh, how do you know yeah this 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 could be part of it and he takes a look around he's like nope have you seen the prince's treasure hoard yes yes when oh, it was a while ago like I don't know. You know, kind of right around when this whole thing was like starting, I guess. Uh, Would you happen to know <laughs> where his treasure hoard got off to? Well, when it first left the prince's uh, palace, um, yeah, it ended up noonward. Um, and ever since, I, I'm not sure I can say with any degree of certainty. And, and how do you know it ended up noonward? Because I followed it that way. Followed it or were part of the reason it went noonward. Who were you following? 
okay, this is a lot of questions, but look, look, look. It's one at a time. Yeah. (laughs) Only two in the hopper. (laughs) Okay. All right. Like I said, it's, this is not, this is not the treasure. The treasure hoard, much bigger, much more impressive feat. Um, This, don't know what this is. Never seen these in my life. And you can tell me right now you had nothing to do with its disappearance from the prince's uh, possession? Do you work for the prince? In a way, I work for who I work for. I'm asking the questions, good sir. <laughs> I just, you're, getting, you're giving me a distinctly cup-like vibe. And, and you have to say. <laughs> and you're giving me a distinct criminal-like vibe. No, 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 no. Not a criminal. Yes. Uh, what was your question? Look, I just think that there's. Do you tr- know who took it? Oh yeah, no, I definitely know who took it. Were you a, a because part it of was that? you? Because I, it was you. Well, you know them intimately. Look. No, no, no. Was no, it no, an no. impressive feat that the treasure went missing? I think we can all agree that the sheer amount of wealth that was moved from the prince's palace into the expanse was. Impressive, legendary. Even. This I mean, feels like you want us legendary. to give you a compliment. <laughs> that depends on if I took it, which I can't. I'm not saying that I did. I'm just saying it was an impressive. But you won't say you didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't take it. I don't like the swell in your voice when you yeah. said that. Can, can I do an insight check on this? Sure. Uh, just his truthfulness. <laughs> Uh, 10, a whopping 10. Yeah. Yeah. To you, you're looking at him and this man, this is a man pleading his case. He's saying, I didn't take it. Not a hint of deceit in his voice. Uh, I would, I would make, I would like to make a, a, a persuasion check and try and convince him to, to tell me what he knows about it. I'm going to use my elegant courtier ability, which I just add a little bonus to my check. Can I, can I help him in some way? Mm. Would be be his hype. I don't know. Chanter, some inspiration or something, or guidance. Uh, well, or no, guidance. I'm just. That sounds like bardic inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll give him a D8 for ten minutes. Um, is this guy is Balin a nomad? No. Hmm. In fact, to be honest, he really doesn't like to the to the to the Twilight liver here. Doesn't really li- seem like a Twilight liver uh, to the nomads here. Doesn't really seem like a nomad. He's just kind of a weird guy. Is this mm. Adrian? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Crack the code. <laughs> well, I want to do a persuasion check. I want to go. Um, I, I feel our goals are somewhat aligned. Uh, we're also seeking the treasure, but not necessarily to return it, perhaps. Uh, I feel if you tell us everything you know, we could be kindred spirits in this endeavor. What'd you roll? I haven't rolled it yet. And and you have a D8 to add to it if you want for 10 minutes. <laughs> rolled a nat 20. Oh. <laughs> okay. He feels persuaded, but, you know, he's, he's a quick-witted guy. He's got secrets. And so, you know, your whole bit about aligning all this sort of stuff, it really gets to him. And he says, right, right, right. See, I know where the treasure was once. You guys are looking for the treasure. I'd like to live. 
you'd like to live. You're a bunch of strong fighters. You, uh, I watched you all kill a manticore without my help. So maybe we go. You have your little finger picking out through the prince's treasure hoard. You take a few things, strike your fancy. And like we call it a day. You guys can go be rich with your very meager share of the treasure hoard. And I'll go my way. Do you mind if we have a second for a, a, a group chat? Do you mind? Yeah. What, do you, what are you thinking? I mean, like, apart from you. Oh. Can you, can you stand over there? I'm a there? big fan of that. Well, we're not necessarily a big fan of yours. So Okay. okay. Take your time. I'm going to go peruse through this inventory, this armory thing that's over here. You guys take your time. I'm going to just look through this cool, fun stuff. So, guys, what? What do you think? Well, he definitely knows more than he's letting on. And he, I think he knows more than any of us about the location. Yes. Yeah, I don't be. see any problem following him. And I turn around and I walk over to him. <laughs> yes, but uh, uh, as as soon as we get there to the treasure, he he's going to try and backstab us. This I am certain of. I have lived I, in the desert yes. as a nomad. And trust me. Literally everyone wants to stab you in the back. <laughs> it's kind of the thing out here. <laughs> I mean, everyone has a tale that they know where the treasure hoard is. It's usually, yes, a, a, an ambush for a backstabbing, but we have the numbers on him if he tries anything. I say we go along with it for now, but when we get to the treasure, we'll have a different discussion, perhaps renegotiate the terms. Yes, yes. But I am interested in the finding out where he thinks he's going, you know. And if we can get a glimpse of that treasure, and if we can take some of it home, oof, I'm on board, I guess. All right. So we let him lead us where he thinks he's going to lead us. And when we get there, we... Make sure he's not a problem anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. His day's getting a little better. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, they're talking. I want to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. And you see him perusing some items. And as, as he kind of sees you coming, he, you know, he kind of quickly makes it look like he's like kind of looking at some other stuff. And it's just a whole heaping horde of just random shit down here. But some of it's definitely magical. Some of it's like pretty mundane or just kind of you know, trinkety type stuff, but he sees you coming and he goes, I knew I could trust you. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to go find this thing together. When you were uh, following this thing, I guess, or stealing it or what, whatever you were doing, I don't care. It, it doesn't matter to me. Was there a collection of wine bottles by any chance? Collection of wine, but you know, there was what's a treasure what's a prince's treasure hoard without the prince's hoard of delicious uh wines oh the slishtarans i they're they're my favorite winemakers (laughs) (laughs) from all those grapes that grow in the desert well i'm i'm extra happy to try some of that wine stuff uh (laughs) and i'm more than willing to just you know if you know where this thing is, I'm going to go with you. Whatever these guys want to do, it doesn't matter. You you seem to have information. They don't. So let's do this together. 
a wise, wise man. Knew I could count on you. And I just start picking up random things uh, and tossing them over my shoulder. Hey, group, before we leave this huddle, are we concerned at all about Dox's loyalty? Uh, I'm only as concerned about Dox's loyalty as much as I'm concerned about yours and Zashir's. I guess that's fair. Do I? I should remind you: if uh, <laughs> you uh, try to backstab me, then I would have to dispatch you, Connie. It's it's it's. A, I think uh, it's a mutual agreement amongst all of us. Probably. Of course, as yeah. may I remind all of you, no one could possibly backstab me. I have uh, the senses of well, quite literally, a cat, and uh, I am the greatest warrior in all this desert. And I as nimble as fuck, so. And I would not try and fight either of you using weapons, but only my magics. So none of us will backstab anyone else. It's like this conversation didn't need to happen. Perfect. (laughs) Trust earned. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess we rejoin. Are you guys done plotting behind my back? Because Docs and I were just thinking how awesome it would be to drink some of the prince's wine when we find the horde. That sounds terrible. You sell the wine, you make money, you buy more wine than you could ever drink in a lifetime. (laughs) This is how math works. Yes, but drinking the prince's wine is a priceless experience, Franco. I mean, it's... Exactly. It has no price. (laughs) (laughs) Useless. <laughs> Got him. Uh, like a true capitalist. That was great. <laughs> can I, can I, I want to take my rapier and just kind of move some stuff around to see what's in there and see yeah. if anything catches my eye that I want to. Oh, there's lots I, of things. I'm, oh, for I'm sure. taking take something. I'm taking something. Roll me a percentile dice. Uh, I want to roll a percentile dice. Y'all can roll me a percentile me dice. Let's let, let's roll, baby. 87. Oh, yeah, I do too. Uh, me too. 24. Caleb, Connie, you find a delightful, just in the refuse there, a delightful sort of masterly blown sphere of glass hmm. fits in the palm of your hand and well, magic being what it is in the expanse, it doesn't have much use as above ground, but below ground, it's called a drift globe, and it can create light and cast the daylight spell once a day. Oh, um, yeah. um, I rolled a 95. Did somebody else roll before Dash? Who's next? Uh, 24 is what I got. Yeah, you can do Alex first. Sorry. I'm just. Uh, I jumped the gun. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I need my items. Franco. With a 24, uh, you find a vial. You almost kicked it over. It's filled with a purplish liquid, stopped with a simple cork. And on it is inscribed in the, uh, the Selishtaran language. It says the words unseen on it. Well, etched I can like see a, it. A diamond-nibbed stylus sort of etched it in the glass. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. It's a, a mystery, a mystery liquid slash potion, but there you go. Okay, Dash rolled a 93. 95. Y'all are dead. You found a horseshoe. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you did only find one. 
but uh, engraved on it are uh, some magic spells that you know would make them float if you had a set of all four. Four inches off the ground, if you had all four. <laughs> Feel free to note that down. Anybody else want to roll? Docs, you want to roll? Yeah, 18. You get a flamingo as a mount. You know, they only do the one foot. You find a clay jug. You get excited. Maybe you think it's wine or something. Um, and you pull it up and you can't see the contents inside. When you sort of uncork it and smell it, it smells like sulfur and brimstone. And on the side, it's labeled dragon's breath. Well, I take a drink. Hell yeah. yeah. You take oh, a sip no. out of this bad boy. And suddenly you feel this heat wellowing up in your core. It starts down in the pit of your stomach, almost like a nice glass of whiskey might at first. And it grows, 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 and it wells up inside of you. Suddenly it feels like heartburn and it bursts forth from your mouth like a gout of fire, leaving, blinding everybody and leaving a black streak along the stone wall in front of you. Oh, I, I think I need to save that for later. <laughs> You had six drinks in there, but now you have five. Good show. And yeah, you guys see Balin, you know, kicking around and stuff. And he's like, well, um, shall we go? I believe we've, uh, this room has run its course. Mm -hmm. uh, we should find our way out of here. And you see him, he finds like a little wind up toy and he winds it up and he sets it on the ground and it's like starts walking. He's like, all right, let's get out of here. Is that going to blow up too? Yeah, is that a bomb? <laughs> uh, shit, I hope not. I thought it was just a toy. <laughs> scoot, scoot, scoot. Yeah, well, let's go. <laughs> and strangely enough, no explosion follows the corridor down behind you guys. But um, yeah, you guys have no trouble. You again, you're following your torch and you actually make pretty quick time of it. And, that, and as you start getting into the halls where you can begin to see some daylight, you... Um, are walking along in a tunnel and suddenly you realize, oh, like there is the sky above you and there's like more patches of hole like where the catacombs sort of open up to the sky above you. Um, it's a little bit of a climb. You guys can keep going or you can try and get out here. Balin says, look, I bet you we keep going up. It's going to get a lot higher. We can get out of here a little bit easier up there. I, I can't climb worth a camel's back. What? I don't know. I <laughs> no. I've heard people say that here. You guys have weird sayings. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by here? Like you people. Yes. Here in this party, you guys have weird sayings. Hmm. Oh, so very specific, very narrow. Yeah, I mean, there's others that I've met. In the in the Slishtar expanse, that's you know, y'all have weird sayings about camels and stuff. Um, it's weird, but it's cool because camels are kind of a fun, cute. Um, anyway, I respect your saying. We should keep going though. Yes, I, I head on I head up a bit at least, so the climb's a little easier. Yeah. So you guys are going. And I imagine you guys probably put out your torches, maybe because it's it's bright out. Oh, yeah. The sun is bearing down. You feel the heat on you once again. Oh, and as you guys can kind of see where it begins to open up, um, you're going. And I'm going to need you all to roll perceptions. Mm -hmm. Five. Also five. 17. Oh, four. Minus one. Dashel. Uh, it's a seven. Conrad and Balin. Two peas in a pod. 
can't be snuck up on, but it makes it easier because actually the daylight is throwing your guys's night vision off drastically. And there in the shade, there's a sort of stone outcropping uh, what the remnants of a sort of underground archway that is now exposed to the elements. And there in the shade, uh, sort of keeping cool in the hot roasting desert sun, you glint glowing green orbs in the shape of a Gosh, is that a giant-ass lizard? <laughs> I don't know, DM. Balin says to you, Oh, shh. You guys have this shit here, too? Don't look at that thing, Con- Conrad. It's a basilisk. Cover your eyes. Oh, okay. Uh, guys, I'm going to point. When I point, I need you to not really look where I point. I don't think you understand how pointing works. <laughs> <laughs> Just look... Look at the direction, but don't look at the direction. And Conrad points towards the arch and says, uh, we we spotted what we think is a basilisk over there. And uh, we need to not look in its eyes. Look, I I say, should we try to take a wide berth? Maybe find a a different way or. Oh, and by the way, the the magic surge is obviously ended. So Hmm. we could try and climb up right here. Are basilisks good at climbing? God, are they good at climbing here? I don't know. I've seen some basilisks climb rocks, walls like nothing. But I don't know. Does that one look like a little? This is its its environment. So I would imagine it's probably well adapted. Hmm. Or maybe it's camping out in kind of a hallway type setting for unsuspecting prey to come up or down. That's a good point. Show of hands. How many have killed a, a basilisk here? I'm not raising my hand. I just need to know. I'm showing you what to do. Um, <laughs> oh, if I have, I probably have killed a basilisk. Okay. Those green eyes of its magic, instant death. Okay. You look at those bad boys, you turn to stone, and we leave you behind, and we have one less share of the treasure. So we either go that way and we simply, I don't know, blindfold ourselves. Fight the basilisk, maybe, if it won't let us pass. Or we climb out of here now. Climbing seems like a lot better option to me. Yeah, let's climb. I'm, I'm feeling, I've, I've stretched. I've done my yoga today. Let's climb then. Uh, any ropes? Ropes? I've got my adventurer's kit. Should have 50 feet of rope. Well, and I, uh, I don't. You see Balin, he pulls out this sort of, it's like a one foot sort of rod of like, it almost looks like machined aluminum. It's shiny. He kind of sets it up in the air and you hear him mutter a command word. And then you, he pulls himself up onto it. It's immovable. It's just there hovering in midair. And he's like, well, I can kind of, oh no. And he's, he's not even close to the, being able to reach the top. But it's like, look, rope, maybe I could throw it up there. Uh, how, how far is his reach from the top? Um, quite a bit. Probably like 10 feet. Hmm. Well, if somebody gives me a boost up up to Balin, I can take the rope and climb up. I, I'm pretty pretty nimble. I don't yeah. know if you heard me earlier. I, I'm I'm dexterous as F. <laughs> yeah, I can I can give you a boost. So who's got the rope? I've got some rope here. Okay. Uh okay. Why, why don't you tie it to me so I don't have to carry it? So I've got both my hands for climbing. That's an idea. So I guess I guess um, Sashir is boosting me up, and I'm gonna 
crawl yeah. up and he Balin. yeah go ahead and then and then from Balin holding me as high as he possibly can with his yeah. strength and then i'll scale up the rest if i can yeah no problem yeah you have a little bit of a climb in front of you but you know with uh with a dex check you might be able to scramble up the side oof of course uh that's an 11 yeah uh you didn't make it unfortunately yeah you kind of scramble <laughs> back down and 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 Balin, the way he's standing he sort of catches you you fall kind of back down onto his shoulders as he's kind I'm... of standing on this rod okay well uh i'll give it another go i'm a little taller i can make it and i just climb up onto the rod and start scaling Balin. <laughs> he's like ah, oh what's uh and all of a sudden he's like oh god what if you guys go go he's like <laughs> well now it's a race now it's a, a matter of pride for conrad go for it i got a whole seven. Ooh, Ooh. yeah not enough damn it another 11 <laughs> not enough and no, wait you guys, we just need to get this rod up there and balen said well oh. you could get the rod up there and then we could tie something to the rod but Here, I can get it in a, a second hand appears above my hand and I've got mage hand as long as it's five pounds or less. Yeah, it's um, yeah, two pounds. Easy enough. Yeah, let, I can just send it up. Oh, excellent. Let's, yeah. So Balin lets you guys scramble down and he kind of gets off and he deactivates it. We're tying the rope to it, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. And I said it was an action word, but or a command word. It's not. It's a button. Mage hand can handle the button. So um so yeah mage hand goes up there no problem with the rope attached to it and everything and sets it right on the ledge and presses the button and now you guys have like a nice oh rope here that can climb you guys right on out well, well done that was good thinking actually yeah, i forgot about that uh i'll climb up yeah even if it takes you guys a little bit of time you guys can kind of climb out one by one. If anybody has an issue, they can kind of haul you out when you get up. Um, if somebody gets up there, I'm not going to make you all roll for it. But here sort of now in the baking desert sun, you all have climbed out of these catacombs. Who knows how far away you are from uh, Gideon the Grey's castle. But if his reputation precedes him, you know that he is going to be if he survived, he's not going to be happy about letting you guys escape. So staying out here might not be the best uh, decision to make. You realize, you recall um, Balin, his boasting, said that he had hidden the treasure noonward. You guys mm -hmm. get your bearings, you look around, the sun is above you, you know, kind of, and over to the right. And as you guys are squaring up, you see some winged creatures small they look like you know not small but big they're not fucking manticores or dragons but they kind of look like almost pterodactyls might if they existed in this world and they're circling sort of above you and you can see that they've become sort of aware of your presence it's agitated them and they begin circling and kind of like diving down towards you and swooping back up not close to you maybe diving down within 30 40 feet above you um and balen says oh gosh if it's not one thing it's another and um that's well we're we'll leave it for now this has been session one of our first in at the end uh one-shot adventure called wealth beyond measure 
I have been your host and DM for this journey through the Salishtar Expanse. Rhett, sitting to my left, we got... <laughs> Caleb as Conrad, Amber Seeker. Milo as Doc. Alex as Franco, the wielder of wares. Dash as Zashir the Nomad. Excellent. Everybody grab your swords and keep on adventuring. I do thank you for joining us here at the inn at the end for this thrilling continuation of wealth beyond measure. I sincerely hope that you join us here next week for part three of this tale of lost treasure. While you ponder if Balin can be trusted or if his daggers will find the backs of our heroes. You might consider supporting the operation here at the inn over on patreon.com slash in at the end. Or if you're so inclined, simply leave us a rating and a review on your preferred podcast platform. Until then, dear listener, grab your sword and keep on adventuring.